know you've uh, really made it in Canadian showbiz. When you check into your hotel room at the Best Western and they hand you a voucher for $8 off of breakfast the next morning at the hotel restaurant. Not a free breakfast, not a $10 off or five or multiple of $5, eight. I don't know where they came up with that kind of random arbitrary dollar figure, but eight dot like that 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 is the extent of the gratuities we got for the show we did for new on new year's eve in pembroke and this is like look i, I you know here's here goes trevor complaining about everything again but like I, this is something in comedy that and look i mean if we had a union uh I feel like this kind of shit would, it's like scale for like actors, right? Like the same kind of thing with like performers in terms of not just what we get paid, but in terms of like, I guess you want to call it a rider or whatever. But like the fact that we don't get free food, like it should be fucking basic. Okay. When you're doing a road show at a, a venue or an event, where there is food, especially if there's like a buffet dinner that's being, you know, that's there prepared for all the people in attendance. It should be like standard operating procedure that the comics are also maybe able to, you know, grab a plate. Because like this show in Pembroke, the New Year's show, they had a room full of food where everybody was eating buffet style. And I saw them wheel the food out afterwards right like i'm I'm just probably just gonna go in a dumpster i don't know like god forbid that the like why why does not even entertain the notion in their head that like hey maybe the comics could get fed too you know like i'm I'm tired of doing fucking road shows where it's like oh no you guys can't you have to pay for, for you know oh no you guys don't get any discounts on drinks you don't get any free drinks you don't get any you know you're paying full price for booze and food, even though you're the fucking entertainment. Oh, no, no, you could, the comics get a meal. Yeah, it's a fucking tray of soggy nachos for the four of you to share. Or actually, uh, on Sunday night, there were six of us, but I don't know. It just really fucking bothers me. I mean, so much for being upbeat, positive Trevor in 2023, I guess. It's 6.02 p.m., it's Tuesday, January 3rd. This is episode 55 of Trevor's Pad, the podcast. I'm Trevor Thompson, the host. This is another solo episode. I promised I would do this one yesterday, but yesterday got away from me, as they say. Um, you know when people say that? I use that expression. Oh, the day the day got away from me. You know how many texts I've sent at like 5 or 6 in the afternoon? Oh, sorry, the day got away from me. Like, yeah, the day got away from you, eh? Right, right. You fucking got out of bed at one thirty, and you've been watching The Sopranos for, like, the last three hours. I fucking crave. Yeah, boy, you're really living your life to the fullest there, Trev. So much for new, positive, upbeat, happy Trevor in 2023. That lasted a grand total of about 40 hours. But, like, seriously, I tried to do a little stupid little fucking TikTok yesterday. One of my French TikToks. And I wasn't happy with it, but I was like, fuck it. Uh, I've already spent too much time in this and I went to post it. And then when I was hitting post, like I was trying to get to the next page. I don't really know much about TikTok where you go and you put all the hashtags, whatever in, but it, 
I don't know, like it, the app froze. So like it just, I hit post and I hit it again. Hit it, so it just posted the video without any hashtags. So I, I don't know. I, like I, <clears throat> I tried to edit it, right? <coughs> oh, that's great. <coughs> nice. It's <clears throat> good. I guess I can edit it. I don't have a cough button for the podcast. So, uh, yeah, like I couldn't edit it or if you can, I don't know. Like I tried to figure out how to edit it, but it, I was like, so I just deleted the video and then I got in a funk about that. Like just the slightest little fucking difficulty. And I'm just like, I'm in a funk for like half an hour, an hour. I'm just like, fuck this, fuck the world. I can't do anything right. I'm fucking useless, you know? So then I just didn't even bother trying to record a podcast because by that time I had to leave to go to Barfly. I mean, I didn't have to go to Barfly, but it is kind of a Monday tradition for me. It's good to get out of the house, talk to people, right? You know, I don't know. Talking to people is nice, but uh, yeah, it's it's funny how moods fluctuate. And, you know, this whole like notion or I'm like, okay, it's 2023, even my little fucking New Year's post, right? I put up a photo on Facebook, like everybody does. I didn't do one of those like year in review things that a lot of comics do, not judging or, you know, making fun. If Well, I'm a little bit, I don't know. I was tempted to do one myself, but I don't know. I get, look, you want to celebrate your accomplishments, right? But, because I guess I could, like I put out an album that nobody really fucking listened to. And I, uh, I did a show at JFL that wasn't really JFL, but you know, whatever. It was still kind of a good, you know, and. See, there, I'm doing it again. I'm uh, I'm downplaying any accomplishments of mine. I just, uh, yeah. But I did put up a photo, right, where I said, Happy New Year, and this is going to be a good year. And, you know, I earnestly believed it. Now, like, two, three fucking days later, and I'm right back. See, it goes to show you that it's like, mental health is not uh, as simple as just saying, like, I'm going to be more, you know, it's like I'm taking this approach that the same way when you're a kid and you're crying and your parents say, stop, you're, say to you, stop crying. And you're just supposed to stop crying right away or like, just, you know, be happy. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I never tried that one before. It's like, no, Trevor, your brain is fucking hardwired to be like chemically depressed and full of negative self-talk. You need to like kind of work at getting rid of this. You're not just going to have it all go away by snapping your fingers and saying, oh, well, it's, it's 2023. I'm going to be in a good mood all the time. All of a sudden, like nobody, everybody knows that's not going to happen. $8 off. Fuck me. Eight, like, I was kind of like, I laughed when they, like, oh, $8, great, okay. So we don't get a free meal for the show. We don't get any free drinks or even a discount on drinks. I mean, I should have brought my own beer in hindsight. That was dumb on my part, but, and just kept it in my hotel room. But, uh, yeah, it was a fun night. I mean, it was as far as New Year's Eve shows go. I mean, as a comic, I kind of like, you want to be working on New Year's, right? Because it's, you know, the pay is usually pretty good and it's a it's a big night for comedy generally, right? But that being said, I kind of, I don't know. I feel like people in Ottawa, Ottawa Comics had a big party at uh, Swizzles and uh, on New Year's Eve. I think it would, they, they probably had more, I don't know. I probably would have had more fun there. But not that I didn't have fun. The show itself was fine. It was just way too fucking long. It was like... Like, they sent us the itinerary, right? And dinner from five to six, okay? Five to six is seven hours before New Year's. And I, in my fucking naivete, kind of thought to myself, well, hey, maybe we are included. They put dinner five to six, so maybe us comics can have 
some of said dinner. But oh no, come on now. I'm rising above my station here by suggesting that maybe we could get some of the fucking chow that's going to go into a fucking dumpster afterwards. Man, we need a fucking union, but look, I know it's not going to happen. A guy can dream. I did, somebody tried to start one, some like anti-vax lady in Toronto who's also a comic is like a big uh, <clears throat> union. Yeah, that's our that's our mother Jones. I don't know. I can't remember her name. Everybody in Toronto loves her or whatever. I don't fucking care. I gave them some money. Uh, like three, four years ago when they wanted to start it up, I gave them like 200 bucks, which is a lot of money for me. Even back then, it's a hell of a lot of money for me now. Uh, back then it was still a lot of money for me, but, uh, I don't know. Like I, I don't know whatever. I mean, it's not like I expect an itemized breakdown of every dollar I donate, but I don't really know of what became of it, to be honest. I don't know if there ever will be a union for, because like, we're just such a fucking disagreeable lot, right? You want to see like, start a fight in any city's comedy discussion group. Just go on, like, Ottawa Comedy or Montreal, you know, or just post something. I don't know. The Montreal Comedy Group's pretty tame and quiet, actually, compared to Ottawa's, I will say. Ottawa's are some fireworks sometimes, you know. like The sky is blue, and within, you know, 15 minutes, you'll probably have a flame war, you know, uh... We we just, we tend to fight a lot over everything. We're not, you know, put 10 comedians in a room together and there'll be like 11 different opinions about different things a lot of the time. Which is why we will always be exploited and not paid what we're worth. And vive le Québec libre. I uh, I am just renouncing English from now on. I refuse to perform. <laughs> no, I, uh, everything's great. Everything's great. No, this, this like, so the, yeah, five to six dinner. Of course, we weren't in on that. But then, like, so the show started at seven, which is pretty early, right? So from seven to eight, there were, like, comedians. There was, like, <clears throat> Lewis Hill was a host, and then there were, like, three comics who did, like, 15-minute spots each from seven to eight. Then from eight to nine, there was a cover band that played for an hour. Then from nine to ten, there was another hour of comedy with Lewis and three comics, okay? So there were some people that did split shifts. They did a, a spot on the first set and the second set. And then 10 to 11, the band played again. Then from 11 to 12, it was comedy time again, where there was Lewis and then Jesse Reynolds did like a 10 or 15. And then I went up at 11.20 and uh, um, brought her home, brought her home till midnight. It was it was a good show. It went well. It just it got weird at the end of my set because like I, this is my this is the kind of thing I guess I need to teach at the Trevor Thompson Comedy College, right? Like it's very niche, like in terms of how to how to deal with your New Year's Eve headline because it's the first time I've ever headlined a show on New Year's. And like I I remember years like I've been doing New Year's shows in the past where they've just said fuck it and the show's ended at like twenty to twelve and then people just drink and then the comics get back up on stage at like. 1157 or something like that to do the countdown. But like this show, I went up at 20 after 11. I was doing a 40 minute set. And then like <clears throat> about 1157, I'm in the middle of a joke. One of my like, I don't know, trademark Trevor Thompson, <clears throat> TMTT, one of my standard uh, three to four minute or whatever long diatribes. And the middle of the joke, okay, and, you know, and like if you see my comedy, you know, like, uh, Momentum is pretty important in comedy, and for me, like, flow is very important, and this server just walks up in the middle of, like, my joke, 
holding her phone out saying, it's 1157. Like, thanks. Thanks for that. I, I mean, I have my phone in my back pocket. I guess I could have looked that up, but thanks for ruining the joke. Um, and so then I carried on for a minute or two. And then like at 1159, 40 seconds, I was like, okay. Like, I didn't know exactly what time it was. But then Lewis, the host, ran up and uh, and the stage for this show, if you're like Facebook or Instagram friends with me or Instagram, if you've seen like, they put us on a fucking, like a coffee table. Like, it was ridiculous. I I felt like a stripper, like a dad bod, middle-aged only fan. Yeah, I did, like the way that it was like this square coffee table. I think the coffee table right next to me is probably... Um, has more square footage than the than the than the the finger quote stage we were performing on, and it was right in the middle of the room. It was such a. We got there and we we're like, ah, whatever. What's the point of complaining now? Because there is a stage in this room, right? But the stage was for the cover band, and God forbid we perform on the same stage as the cover band. But I guess they wanted the. Like in front of the stage, they wanted that area cleared for the dance floor, for all that rug cutting that was going on amongst all the, uh, you know, septuagenarian audience members. It was pretty old, like older crowd. Also, it was like, and this was the same last time I was in Pembroke, like three weeks ago. Just an observation. It was the whitest. It was literally nothing but white people. There was, I don't think I saw, a, or white presenting at least. I, like, I mean... I know it's small town camp, like Jesus guys. Like it was kind of like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the pop, the, the pop, the, the population of Pembroke is like 15,000 or something. But like the, 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 uh, the crowd was like, maybe, I don't know. The room was, it was so, it was full, but it was like, what if, um, 80 people, maybe, I don't know. I'm just guessing. I mean, was it the greatest venue in the world for comedy to begin with. No, it was a fucking conference room, but like, uh, so yeah, so they put the stage like right in the middle of the room with like nothing else, even close to us really tables or anything, but, uh, whatever we made the most of it. We got the job done. The show happened fun had by all, I think. Um, but, uh, it, I, I, yeah, I, I really, um, all this talk of food and getting free food at shows is really, I, I, I'm really, uh, I'm just, I'm sick of eating or more so specific, more, I'm sick of procuring food. I don't think I would have done very well back in uh, prehistoric times, uh, as a hunter gatherer, because even hunting gathering involving going to the grocery store is like, I am so sick of going to the, f- I feel like. I don't know. I mean, I have a car, but I prefer to just walk everywhere to get groceries, right? Because there's like the grocery stores here in in, uh, in Montreal kind of suck. I, they kind of do. I'm sorry, but they're all all the grocery stores in my neighborhood remind me of shitty little small town fucking Russell food marts, where it's like, sorry, call me a fucking suburbanite, but like in Ottawa, there were like big nice grocery stores within a five ten minute walk of me, where it wasn't all just like. Like, the fucking grocery store nearest me that I go to most often, like, just on Gautier, like, uh, like near Delorim, Lorimer, Delorimier, however you say that street. It's like a metro, but it's like, I feel like I'm going to a fucking Soviet Union grocery store in the fucking 1980s. Every, the, it's just the produce sucks. There's no, like, it's all just fucking antiquated and tiny, you know? 
And uh, I never buy because like I I just need to start driving I guess and loading up on because like I feel like I go to the grocery store like every two fucking days. It's like forty, fifty, sixty bucks for like what? Like I've I. I I did like it after two days, like all oh, my food's already gone. Like I just, if I could get, remember like they talked about like just food in pill form. When is this happening? What, what's going on with that? Are we making any progress on this? Cause I am fucking down for that. Okay. Fuck cooking and tasting. I don't give a shit. If I could just take a pill every day that met all of my nutritional requirements. All right. I would, I mean, depending on its cost, obviously. Right. But uh, I, I would totally be down for that. Just like, you know, you're going on the road, like just bring six pills with you. Hey, great. I'm set. Here, these are just my food pills. You know, here's my Soylent green pills. Mm. I, uh, I, I hate, I'm down, down with food. I'm just, whatever, whatever a foodie is, whatever the opposite of a foodie is. That's me. I'm like an anti-foodie. Fuck food. Down with food. No, I just, I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of going, figuring out what to, every fucking day trying to figure out what am I going to eat today? What am I going to shovel in my maw to keep me from dying for another fucking day? Ah, cooking and making a mess. And when you live alone, right? Like, it's like, ah, I'm going to prepare this big elaborate meal and then spend two hours cleaning it up for something I'm going to shovel in my mouth in five minutes, you know? Fuck it. I'm just going to A&W, whatever. This is, uh, I'm doing death on the installment plan now. One A&W meal, one buddy burger at a time. Um, yeah, I really need to start exercising and eating better. But, uh, yeah, my, uh, my diet since I moved to Montreal has, has, uh, I've, I'd like to say has gotten noticeably worse. Like it's starting to worry me actually how I eat. I like, if, if I were to, if my parents knew, cause my parents, right. That's what they do. They like my, talk to my mom or my dad, like, you know, are you getting enough to eat? You know, are you eating enough? And like, I lie to them. I say, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, am I? No. Am I eating enough calories every day? Absolutely not. But I'm not even hungry a lot of the time. You know, I got to stay trim. I'm not trim, but I, uh, yeah, I hate eating. I'm sick of eating. I don't want to fucking do it anymore. You know, it's not an eating disorder. All right. I just don't want to do it. I'm tired of like figuring it like every fucking day I wake up. I'm like, all right, what the fuck am I going to eat today? How, like, what, what, have, wh- I, how am I going to work around this when I don't want to cook and I have a fucking glorified toaster oven for an oven, you know? So I just, uh, I go to the value mart or whatever and, uh, I buy one of those pre-wrapped uh, baguette sandwiches and I live off those. I basically, so yeah, there's a place on Mont Royal, Valmont, I think it's called. It's got like green signage. I'm kind of living off their like a uh, baguette, uh, turkey sandwiches. I, uh, yeah, I'm probably, I think I'm going to get scurvy soon. Actually, I, I'm like, a you know, really going to honor my uh, British heritage by coming down with scurvy, maybe a case of rickets too, while I'm at it. So much for positive, happy, upbeat Trevor. And another thing, no. I don't want to complain about too many things, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is new, upbeat, happy Trevor, new and improved Trevor in 20, uh, 2023, but this is Tuesday. So yeah, I said I was going to do another episode yesterday. I didn't. It's Tuesday at 619. The show I'm doing tonight is at 730, which is really fucking early, but that means I kind of have to go soon. 
So I should probably wrap this one up pretty soon before I get even more negative. There's other things I was going to complain about, but uh, I did have a quiche last week, actually. That was, uh, now I'm turning into my Aunt Marge. I just, like, she just recites every meal she's eaten for the last week when I talk to her. No, there was a comic last Monday who talked about quiche a lot at Barfly. And for some reason that just got implanted in my head, I think. I was at the grocery store making one of my fucking daily trips to the grocery store. Apparently in England, everyone does that, right? Like they just, every, they just go every day and get what they need for the day. I don't know. I'm just so sick of eating. It's done with it. Um, but I, and I saw quiche and for some reason I, that guy's joke about quiche, I can't remember his name. Some guy I've never seen before. It just, it, it, uh, it worked on me. It was like this, he was doing some surreptitious marketing on behalf of the quiche marketing council or something like that. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, some last week I ate an entire quiche pie. That's all I ate all day. Cause you know, I wanted to get my 150% daily recommended sodium intake and in one fell swoop. I'm, uh, I'm trying to have a heart attack before 50, I guess. That's my, that's my goal. Let's see if, see if I can do it. You know, I've only got a couple years left. So heart attack 2025. <laughs> I think I can do it. Uh, anyway, because I do have to leave and I would like to get this episode up ideally today because there's no point in me putting it up tomorrow because I'm going to go do this show tonight and probably get home late tonight because I'm probably going to go to Grumpy's after and just hang out. Who am I kidding? I can say like, okay, I'm going to go home at nine o'clock, but everybody knows that's not going to happen. It's Tuesday night in Montreal. Everybody hangs out at Grumpy's. I don't do spots there, but uh, generally, but uh, it's fun to hang out. I'm still only eight months living here. I need to make friends and stuff, right? Because uh, that's what I do. I'm really good at making friends. Uh, so I am uh, going to wrap this one up now. This is just a short and sweet little 22 minuter minute minute minuter minute minuter minute that's not a word uh but uh there will be another episode on thursday my guest is uh pretty much i have my guest lined up but it's not 100 percent confirmed so i don't want to tease it yet but uh thursday we will be uh we well we me and just me and my guest uh will be uh will be recording a guest episode uh, with with a guest of, of 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 the podcast. Thanks very much for listening to episode fifty five. I don't know. This has been such a short little episode. I don't know if it even counts as a. It's like an. It's like a novella. It's like an episodette. A little, uh, a little short and sweet. A, little, uh, a twenty, yeah, a little half episode. But thanks for listening to episode fifty five. I think this is, yeah, it's 55, right? I already said that. Did I say 54 beforehand? Because I'm, I'm notoriously, I don't know why. I, this, I, every fucking episode I complain about this. I can never, it is episode 55. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, uh, and let's start, a, no, no, that's not going to happen. No, but hey, how about let's fight for um, telling each other what we make on shows, okay? That shouldn't be f- fucking verboten. Like, bookers get mad sometimes when you talk about how much, you, like, no, no. Like, I say uh, we should normalize talking about how much we get paid, and I think we should normalize asking for free food on road shows, especially if said road shows where we've traveled for hundreds of kilometers to show up and entertain these fucking yokels for fucking, you know, however many hours, 
The least they could fucking do is let us grab a fucking plate and slop some of their fucking mashed potatoes onto the fucking plate. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Is that too much to ask for? Free food now on Roadshows. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, I promise I'll be in a better mood next time. <laughs> That's probably not true. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you all soon. Bye.